happy Sunday. Are you really starting? Yeah. You're really starting now? <laughs> and that's going to stay in. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hello, Damon. <laughs> it's episode 31. 31. Episode 31. Yes. What's shaking? Uh, What's shaking, bacon? Uh, well, the weather has changed. Oi. 60-ish days of hot, yeah, dry like, weather. Yeah. Seattle is the rainy city, and we haven't had any rain for... Two months. Two months, basically. Yeah. Broke a record. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we keep doing that hottest whatever. 2016 is now the hottest year on record. Yeah. Uh, longest stretch with no rain in Seattle. So Science. Yeah. Uh, but today, it's actually blessedly cool. Cool. A little bit wet. Yeah. It's supposed to rain. I don't know. It if did it rain. Did it, it rained last night. Last night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it. And... Um, all that smoke from Canada yeah. that was coming down here? Gone. I don't know if we had any smoke also, because there's a bunch of wildfires around uh, Missoula, um, Montana. Hello, we blame Canada. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right, right, because Montana's America, so... Right, right. So it's the Canadians' fault that we had smoke. <laughs> That's right. Um, and, and we may well have only had we, we do Canadian smoke here, but... Um, but the people in Montana know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably still smoky in Montana. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah, it's it's uh, nice out there. It's still warm in here. Yeah, for some reason, this studio is very warm today. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're doing hot yoga downstairs. But I would open the window, but you know, sounds. sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't we have some hot tea? Okay, let's have some <laughs> hot tea. Yeah, nothing like a hot... Hot tea, tea on a hot. cool day. Yeah. At least it's not a hot day. So here's here's a tea. Take a look at it. Little black worm looking things. Little They're not little moving. Black worms. That's always good. Yes. They're like dehydrated worms. Okay. So so yeah, here's a here's a here's a tip. If you're looking at your tea, <laughs> your dry tea, dry tea leaves and and they're moving, <laughs> don't don't have that. But won't the boiling water kill it? <laughs> I don't know if they're moving and they're dry. I'll tell you what. I, went, <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I went to the uh, Pacific Science Center last weekend. Oh, did you? Yep. And uh, there was um, this... For the for the China... I did, yes. I went for the... The, um, the Terracotta Warrior yes, exhibit. Terracotta, yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. But uh, fascinating, mm-hmm. by the way. But um, there was a section by the Butterfly House oh, uh-huh. with all the bugs. Yep. Big old cockroaches and these yeah. lots of stick-looking things, uh-huh. and they don't look like that. <laughs> no, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but uh, I now have a frog. That oh right, that came in our lettuce. What's his name? Uh, or her name? Her. I, we it, think her, unless she's um, still aren't immature. Frogs like I saw Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're both um, male and female, right? Well. Uh, some frogs can switch depending on environment. Like Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park is scientifically accurate. Yes. Um, Agreed. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's not. Um, Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there there are some issues with that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so we we got a frog um, that came in our lettuce from the grocery store, and um, where the lettuce come from? 
the grocery store. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they grow lettuce at the grocery store? They do. Wow. That's scientifically accurate. <laughs> Just like Jurassic Park. <laughs> it is as scientifically accurate as Jurassic Park, yes. Um, <laughs> no, we don't know. It. Uh, the wrapper said uh, product of the USA, so it could oh. have been... So he's an American frog. She, it. It, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so so could have been Washington... More likely, um, uh, California, California or probably, or yeah. maybe Arizona, wherever know, they like, grow lettuce. Yeah, sort of the southwest somewhere. Sure, um, is where a lot of the lettuce comes from in the U.S. But uh, but it could have been local. Um, it's it's a uh, tree frog. Tree frog. Yeah. Um, uh, so they're, they are local. For, I mean, all the West Coast has this particular kind of chorus frog or tree frog. Huh. Um, but anyway. You've been Googling. Uh, yes, I've been learning. Uh, anyway, so uh, it's we've been feeding it little flies, but it could eat little worms mm. um, to bring it back to the tea. Um, little worms. Little black worms, yeah. This, this tea, however, is called, <laughs> um, uh, well, Chiman Tsai Tsai Xia. That's hard to say. Try that one more time. Yeah. Qimen Tsai Xia. Okay. Um, which is uh, usually said Kimun in English. I've heard that word. Yeah. All right. This is this is called Sunrise Kimun by Seven Cups, uh, which is our sponsor today. Excellent. How about that? Thank you, Seven Cups. Thank you, Seven Cups. Once again. Uh, and here is the tea. You can see why it is called Sunrise. Take a look at that cup. Ooh, warm. It is warm. Hot water does that. Yeah. It is um, very sunrisey. Yeah. It's, orange, it's, bright orange. I do have a different light on today, too, so that's going to highlight it a little. And that, Right. Yeah, we have a different light to maybe cool it off a little in here. But, uh, yeah, very... Um, it's like it's, a, it's a, like, an early morning kind of dawn orange. It's very amber. Amber. And you know what is in amber? Mosquitoes from the Jurassic period. <laughs> oh, I just spilled my tea. Hold on. <laughs> oh, crap. Is it burning? <laughs> All right. That's totally my own fault. Tea, tea drinking <laughs> failure. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah, you laugh at your own jokes too much. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Someone's got to. I mean, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, this is we we actually had uh, this tea, the 2016 version of this tea, uh, a number of episodes back, mm -hmm. last fall, I think, uh, and this is the 2017 harvest. It's very now. tasty. So, yeah, um, I had a kimun uh, with a I'm tutoring a second grader uh going into the third grade and um we met at a at a tea shop recently and uh, i had a hmm. it wasn't it wasn't the sunrise kimun but i had a kimun tea and uh we talked about like where that tea came from and th the area around where kimun is made is just gorgeous so um it's it's famous did you, for did you go there beauty. I didn't go there, okay. no. But um, but it's a place that it, it had been on my list to go, mm -hmm. but uh, we didn't make it because there were not they, there was just too many places I wanted to go, and sure, China's too big, so we what? would spend more time. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's that. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, a German teacher in high school said that uh, 
told us that you know Germans don't understand in many cases how big the U.S. is in comparison to Germany because oh, yeah. you can just like you know in Europe you can just like go on a trip and see most of Europe right. you know like the big sites of Europe and that's not a big deal and so they'll come to the U.S. and say well today we'd like to see New York and then we'd like to go to uh, you know Orleans, Disney World, sorry, yeah. and yeah, and then and then we'll take a day trip to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, yeah. Like it's like no, you you won't. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so uh, yeah, China's kind of like that also, where where um, you have to be picky about where you're going to go because there are some vast differences between these well-known places. Sure. So. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like. That. Well, Kimun's one of my favorite teas, so. It has, um, there's a flavor to this and I can't like, I can't place it. There's something familiar about it, but we had it a couple well, months no. ago. <laughs> Beyond that, oh. it's, it's got a unique sort of. Kimon, Kimon sometimes is described, uh, with a couple of words. One is chocolatey and one is sometimes rose. Sometimes a, a rosiness will come out. Hmm. Um, this I would say is closer to the chocolate. It is kind, kind of, of a, there is a little, little I, bit of kind the, of the there, darkness of chocolate, right? Like sure. That. Sure. Um, and, and a little bit of sweetness, like it's a little smooth and a little, mm-hmm. not, not sugar sweet, but right, right, right. you know, um, like it, like cocoa nibs. Have you ever had just right. pure cocoa nibs? And that's maybe, kind of more like, maybe that's what I'm getting from it. There's just sort of this, when you take a, you take a sip and it's just like a burst of flavor or or this aroma, something about it. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. It is tasty. That's why it's one of my favorite teas. All right. So. And this came from Seven Cups. This did come from Seven Cups. Um, and the coupon code is TECHT. You can get 20% off the, well, it's easiest to remember <laughs> Sunrise Kimun yes. uh, or the Chimun Tsai Xia 2017 for the next six months. Excellent. And the coupon code is TECHT, T-E-C-H-T-E-A. TECHT. Thank you, Seven Cups. Thank you. All one word. Thank you is all one word. Thank you is all one word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what else you got going on? I don't know. Um, I started reading Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Now that it's been, they're gonna hate it. A year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm only just barely into it. Uh, I just finished rereading the Dragon Riders of Pern. Well, the the first the book, entire Dragon, no, just the first uh, okay. Dragon Flight. Um, it I I remembered it as being better than it is mm-hmm. on a reread. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the. There, there were a number of, of sort of writing ticks that she had in it that I hadn't ever noticed before. But now you're like, uh. but now I'm like, you, you've done that, but you've done that like three times this chapter, <laughs> you know, like, um, and like nobody, one of the nobody ones caught that, it. well, one of the ones that jumped out at me is, um, this thing, like th- she'd be talking about several people. And then she would restate who she ref- was referring to. So, like he, Falar, the blonde, the bronze rider, 
<laughs> you know, and, and it's like, okay, he would have been sufficient for me to understand who you were talking about. You didn't right. need to clarify it twice. <laughs> At least she wasn't talking about Daenerys Targaryen, the mother of dragons, oh, the, the, <laughs> seven <laughs> different titles. Right, right, right. Um, so anyway, there, there were a couple of things like that that was like, you know, I never noticed how often she does that. Hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was just like, oh, yeah, that I've read books that I like the writing better. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm still working my way through American Gods. Mm. Uh, I, I read that a while back. Um, are you reading it because it's a TV show? Um, well, yes, partly. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I mean, I'm, I, I've watched the TV show. This uh-huh. is the first season. It's only like six episodes. Uh-huh. And it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it. So I wanted to find out more. I wanted to go into more detail what is about the, the What is the book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and it's because there's always more there. Than, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm reading the 10th anniversary version. Gotcha. He went back and added a bunch of pages, I guess. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but so you just started Ready Player One. It's just started, like just just started. Um, and the movie comes out next year. Yeah. Stevens. Yeah, which is why I which is why I moved that up kind of in priority. Um, but I'm as I'm. There's no spoilers here. I've just gotten as far as the description of the video about the contest, oh, which okay. is like chapter one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I can, I can see that there's enough in there that I can see why you've been saying that this is something that we could talk about. So, so as sort of follow up on that, I think that we should give a listener assignment to read it so that, um, when we have another episode, we can talk about that, and it'll be another spoiler episode, kind of like the the arrival. Yes, episode. Yeah, that was a good one. So, um, which I suppose is a good cue for talking about when the next episode might be. Yes. So, uh, you want to? Well, um, we've got some some vacation slash new job stuff happening yep, between there's some us. Stuff, right. Yeah. There's, there's and stuff going on in both of our lives, um, that are com- cha- changing. Yeah. There's complicating, there's things. complicating things. Yes. yes. Scheduling and time and all that kind of yes. stuff. Things that require a priority. Yes. And, um, so we've decided to take a little break. Yes. We will, um, this will be our last episode for a little while. Yeah. The earliest week we think we can practically get together would maybe be (laughs) mid-October. Maybe the first, well, October 8th-ish could work. Yeah. So, so it's going to be in, in October at least before we can get together. But, uh, we have also, we've also talked about how, um, it's been a year. You know, we've been doing this podcast for a year and uh, we'd like to also kind of take that time to think about what do we want to do? So what direction? What direction? Yeah. Like, do we want to change something? Do we want to, you know, so we would love to hear your feedback. What do you like about the show? What do you maybe not like about the show? Um, You know, what what should we do? Uh, And we can take that feedback when when we do have time to get together again and uh, and work that into whatever we do. Yes, and feel free to contact us. Mm-hmm. I am Damon at techt.fm. And I am Michael at techt.fm. Or techtdamon on the Twitters. 
Or you can just go to techt.fm and uh, we've got all of our social media and yes. the Contact Us page and all that kind of stuff. So we would just love to hear from you about uh, what you like, what you don't like, and um, and suggestions and whatever. So that when when we do our plans for what's next, we can work that in. Absolutely. So there we go. Perfect. Taking a break. Taking a break. Um, not taking a break quite yet. Break time. No. Oh. Um, no. No. No Man's Sky. Yes. Yeah, so big update, apparently. Big update. Is it out? I didn't uh, even I think yesterday or the yesterday. day before. Okay. Recently. Um, yeah, so I just heard a news article about it. Obviously, I can't play because, you know, <laughs> I still have the same computer that I soon. have. Soon. Soon. Hopefully. Soon, hopefully. Um, yeah, because there's there are a growing number of reasons why an upgrade is now... You know, like when we first started talking about No Man's Sky, I couldn't justify getting a new computer just to play one game. Uh, but I now, did. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have no impulse control. Well, the <laughs> truth. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm I'm now sort of, you know, there's a couple of things where the graphics card uh, makes something unavailable to me or. Uh, amount of RAM. Yeah. yeah, there's you know like there's some there's some data analysis stuff that could be more powerful if I had an upgrade. So I'm you're justifying it. I'm moving towards a justification of of upgrading. So um, well, as we discussed yesterday, I'm an enabler. So you are an enabler. So <laughs> do it. So we'll yeah. get another credit card. <laughs> yes, that's the answer. Is get another credit card. It's America. Yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> You know, personal bankruptcy is an all-time high. Um, True. So, <laughs> so uh, but anyway, uh, so I understand that there's a new update that uh, does a couple of cool things, like uh, making multiplayer available. Yes. See, that would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Get a new computer. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could. Um, we. I don't know. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. No, we talked about it off, elsewhere. Uh, uh, offline. Yeah. Uh, is that we could. We could do a. A whole well, it would be a vlog, I guess. Then uh, of of starting of and trying to find trying to each find each other, other in the universe. In this, yeah, yeah. And and weren't we going to use the um, the theme song to uh, what was that? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> an American tale. Oh, somewhere out there. Yeah. Yes. Um, I hope that doesn't violate any terms. No, of no. It was less than thirty seconds. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so, so we could use that as our theme song and and uh, try to find each other in the universe and that would be funny. Uh, but I understand that the that multiplayer means that if you're in the same place, other players show up as like a just like a little sparkly or a a blob what? of light or something like that. It's not like like their presence is can be seen, but it's not like their character or something like that. I don't Seriously, know. I don't know. Multiplayer video games have been around. I know. I for know. decades. I know. Another cool thing, though, that I think is more cool than that you can see somebody's sparkle representation <laughs> in the world or, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen it. All right. But um, is that they have um, stargates or something like portals that. of some sort. portals of some sort and some kind of dialing device. So you can like in Stargate so that you can dial a particular location with a portal. So I'm assuming you have to find the portal first. I'm guessing. I'm I mean, guessing that they that they exist they added, somewhere. They added some sort of portals in the last update. Like you like 
I could portal. I, I think we may have even talked about this. I, if I had gone to my freighter, I could portal back to my base. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could then portal back to the freighter, but my ship would be in one place or the other. It was, it was kind of goofy. I, like if I was at my base, I couldn't just portal to my freighter. I had to fly to my freighter, then portal back. And there's no point in that because there's no storage in my base. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like a lot of this stuff was broken. Um, they did apparently fix that portal issue. I it, I believe the last time I played, I could portal from my base to my freighter um, without having been to the freighter first because mm-hmm. it kept telling me you have not found another. I was like, I just portaled. Oh, like right, Whoa. that's where I was from. Yeah, yeah. So I hope they figured that out. But yeah, I do well, like I, I do like the more. new vehicles though. And, and I understand there's more, there's more storyline. There's more something. There's, there's a storyline. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, like, you know, I, I haven't ever played it. So right. <laughs> true. True. I just watch from afar. I built a big base and I've got a science officer and some farming dude. And, uh, oh, gosh, I forget who else. I got all the vehicles. Is there food? No. <laughs> so what does he farm? Minerals. Maybe. I don't remember. Can you farm minerals? I barely speak his. <laughs> I barely speak his language. I mean, come on. Okay. For all I know, he's a pole dancer. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Damon Sandler, employing pole dancers, <laughs> space pole dancers. He's a squat little guy. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, I'll download uh, the update. And okay. I'll play it and play it and see what's for up. a minute, and yeah, I'll be bored and. Go and back maybe, to miscreated. Yeah, and, <laughs> and maybe maybe I will uh, have a new computer and we'll have been able to play by the time we get by the time we get back. Speaking of uh, multiplayer games, we don't have this on our agenda, but I thought I should mention it. You're going <laughs> off script again. I am. <laughs> uh, so like like this document is a script, but my coworker ahead. and I mm-hmm. play miscreated, mm-hmm. and so we log. That's in together. the not zombie game. They're mutants. Yeah, don't say zombies. It's trademark. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think zombies can be trademarked, but go ahead. George Romero is going to come after us. Um, so we were on this PVE server. That's a player versus environment. So basically it's a no kill. Mm-hmm. You can't kill each other. Sort it's of thing. non-PVP. PVP, player versus player. And one, and our, our other coworker was, was with us as well, and he stole a cab. So and, are you doing this at work? No, no, no. This is... <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> no, um, after, after work. But uh, so one of them stole a cab and we were joyriding around the island and um, we were trying to kill a zombie and this guy ran in front of us. We killed zombie? him. Really? <laughs> He's a mutant. <laughs> brute. He's a brute. And uh, we tried to run him over with the car, but then the guy got in the way and we killed him and we ended up getting banned from that server. <laughs> so, so that happened. Now we're on a new server, and we've got a, a cool And here base. I was going to invite you to my Minecraft server. I don't have a Minecraft server. Can I steal the cab and run you down? <laughs> anyway. Keep going. Uh, so so we're, we're now building a, Tell new, your damn story. a, new, a new base uh-huh. and uh, not stealing cars and running people down. Okay, that's yeah. probably good. Yeah, we're, we're being better citizens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It's interesting. I, I don't like the player versus player servers. I die too quickly. Yeah, yeah. People sit in towers and just snipe me. Yeah, I had that on Rust, Rust right? when I played. Yeah. You'd spawn and get clubbed with a rock. Yeah, yeah. Or shot from a tower. I mean, Ooh. yeah. Um, no, so that was that was not very fun. 
Um, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not that fun yeah. to, to get killed over and over. Yeah. I don't, don't get me wrong. I have died numerous times on PVE servers. Yeah. Well, there needs to be risk, but you need to also be able to play. <laughs> the right? risk. So, so miscreated is in alpha. It's an early release uh-huh. game and they just opened this new section that has a dam and I was riding the bicycle. I got onto the dam. I jumped off the bike to get some loot. I went to get back on the bicycle and I fell through the dam. <laughs> I'm now inside the dam. There are no walls that I can see. Right. Because you're I'm, inside. I'm the swimming. textures on the outside. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm swimming, but I can see the world outside the water, but I can't get through the wall. <laughs> I can swim the length of the dam, but there's no way out. Uh-huh. Somehow I started to go. Your universe is now just inside the dam. Well, it was till I died. Oh, okay. I, I drowned somehow. Oh. Like, I thought I was getting out, and all of a sudden, the world turned black, and I respawned with, okay. well, with, with nothing. That's That happens. Um, there's all sorts of weird things in, this, in this game. Yeah. Yes. So, I avoid the bike. All right. <laughs> I would avoid the dam, would be my... Yeah, and there's bridges. Like, somebody was... The, the people on this server are actually really nice. I was like, hey, do you have a silencer for a pistol? And he's like, oh, yeah, what have you had to trade? And I was like, oh, I can give you some ammo. He's like, okay, cool. Here's the ammo. Oh, here's the silencer. <laughs> Fell through the bridge. Uh, Never found it. Lame. He gave me the ammo back at least. No, oh, well, that's nice. That was nice. Yeah. Well, so maybe don't play miscreated. I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, that's, that's it one does, of It the... does make it an interesting game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Fell through the earth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you do want you, there there is some fun in worlds that are in some way unrealistic that mm-hmm. are fantastical or you know whatever but um you do you do kind of want to be able to rely on basic physics right. like surfaces like not falling through the dam yeah yeah <laughs> into the dam yeah yeah um <clears throat> All right. Well, Anywho. um so so there's there's our gaming world. Um Yeah, that's where we are. That's yeah. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? So, you got um, any tech things to Kind of. Um I just read this article. It's uh, kind of cool. Um You have you heard of cochlear implants? Yes. I believe that's how it's yeah. pronounced, cochlear. Mhm. And um so people who have lost their hearing mm-hmm. can get these implants and it's I guess it attaches to the inside of their ear and there's a device on the outside that translates the outside sounds into electrical signals that are then into input their brain. into the brain. Mm-hmm. And normally, so, so these devices have, had, have been able to connect to cell phones via Bluetooth for a while, meaning, okay. meaning they can connect wirelessly, but the, but the people have to wear like this almost like a necklace thing around their neck that attaches to the... To the external part to the of the external, implant. Yeah, where the microphone is. Mm-hmm. So basically they they plug into this thing and, and then they can attach uh, via Bluetooth to their phone and answer phones, listen, uh, phone calls, listen to music, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Well, Apple worked with a bunch of these, uh, the companies that make these cochlear implants and specifically, I, I guess cochlear is like the company that makes this it's an australian company and um i've got a link to the reuters article that well because cochlear is just an adjective for the well it's related to the cochlea it was capitalized and well i mean yeah yeah. maybe and maybe it was something 
cochlear industries or something. I don't know. Yeah, sure. But um, they worked with that company and a few others to develop the uh, the outside electronics so that that can connect automatically to your phone um, without having that without external the necklace device. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it um, and normally Apple licenses their their technology that MFI is made for iPhone. Um, I don't know their their brand or whatever. So if, if something is MFI certified, they this company has paid the licensing fee for the technology to link it with the iPhone or iPad. Uh-huh. And Apple partnered with them and is letting them use that technology at no cost, which I, see. Which I think is really cool. Um, it allows people to answer phone calls and um, listen to music without having this weird external device and... Uh, you know, I'll, we'll post a link to the article, but you know, one of the guys was talking about how it's sort of life changing for him. Mm. Um, and there's no reason that other other cell phone devices, you know, it's just Bluetooth. But right, right, right. You know, well, yeah, and and uh, it's it sounds like it's it makes it somewhat more convenient, but it isn't it isn't like. It isn't like the jump from not being able to use a, right. a phone to being able to use a phone. Right. <laughs> right? I'm that's, sure a that bigger, when, that's a bigger jump. <laughs> when when folks that have this device got that Bluetooth necklace thing, I'm sure that that was... Right, right. You know, that that was oh, a big, I can connect yeah. to my phone. I can make phone calls. Right, I can right, right, hear. Right. Yeah. Um, I know my, my doctor has... You know um, your doctor? He Yes. He <laughs> has um, some hearing loss. Oh, uh-huh. And he has... So he has hearing aids... Of, of some sort. I don't know if he has a cochlear, cochlear implant or not, but I know that it links up to his computer oh, so uh-huh. that his conversations are transcribed. Oh, I see. Cause I remember like I, a voice recognition kind of a, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I don't know um, if those devices work like through the, the bone, like oh, bone, uh, bone uh, induction. Uh-huh. Um, but I know that our conversation so at the end of the at the end of my doc, doctor's appointment one time, he was like, "Oh no, this is not right." He's like, "I was I was writing an email to another patient, and our entire conversation is in the body of the message." I was like, "Yeah, we need to get rid of that." <laughs> so he had left that feature turned on. <laughs> That's funny. So so your whole doctor's appointment is being emailed to one of his other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> So I do know that it like that the the technology exists to connect Bluetooth to other devices. Sure. As well, so sure. I don't know. I think it's just an interesting use of technology that helps people. I like I like yeah, hearing yeah. these these stories about um, you know people that have special needs that are being um, their their worlds are changing because of technology. Sure. Now now I'll I'll throw in. Um I know some people, well, bo- both of us have learned sign language, at least mm-hmm. to some extent. Sure. Um, and I know a number of people who, uh, who think that the cochlear implants are bad technology uh, because essentially uh, for centuries, well, since, since the advent of sign language as a way of teaching language to the hearing impaired, um, deaf culture has developed as a, a thing, right? Uh, sign language is a language. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a culture of the deaf community. Sure. Um, and, and there are some in the deaf community that see 
cochlear implants as essentially a technology that's destroying their culture. Okay. Right. So, um, I can understand that. Yeah. But, but I think about like one of the guys in the article says I can now participate in conference calls for my work. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. things like that. There are that, certainly, there are certainly benefits yeah. to this. Um, but if, you know, like, uh, there's in, in the world of linguistics, there's, you know, questions about like, how about preserving languages that are, that are dying. Sure. Right. And, um, and, and this is technology that could kill a language. Right. Sure. So, well, I um, mean, assuming that, assuming that everyone gets the, well, and that cochlear implants could actually help their hearing loss. It's not every right, right, and yeah. not everyone is is uh, appropriate for a cochlear implant, and yeah, right. Um, but there's there's lots of um, this is a touchy subject in the deaf community. So um, anyway, just wanted to bring that up to acknowledge uh, that for anyone that uh, that may be on that side of things. That yes, we're aware of that as well. Right. So. Um, but cool for those that uh, that like this and you know want that want that freedom. It's always great to have additional options. Yeah, I like some of the accessibility options. Right, right. There's a there's an option that I turn on on my phone where I can triple tap the home button and it turns into a magnifying glass. Ah, because you're getting because <laughs> I'm getting old and, and I don't yeah. like to wear my glasses. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I actually need new glasses. I'm starting. I, I've I've caught myself peering over the top of my glasses now, mm. and you're, I'm like, oh, okay. You're that old librarian. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I I may even have to have bifocals the next time. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm not looking forward to going to the eye doctor get, again. But get the progressives. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have <laughs> that I don't like to wear, but okay. I wear them at work. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> eh, eh, get off my lawn. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Three, uh, three old men sitting on a porch. One says, my, it's a sunny day. Second one says, no, it's not. It's Thursday. And, <laughs> and the third person says, me too. Let's have some tea. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So that's our life. Uh, yeah, speaking of tea, yeah, let's have some more. more. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Sunday. No, it's not. It's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> let's have some tea. I'm thirsty. Okay. Um, take a break. Okay. Let's take a break. Break it down now. Uh, so um, we're not talking about any any uh, hacks or we're not. We haven't so far. <laughs> Don't ruin um, it. Don't ruin however, it. however, that doesn't mean that they're not happening. The Turkish crime family is oh, still well, out there. I think that, oh, and the, the shadow brokers. And the shadow I'm, brokers. I'm convinced that they're those three Russian Federation listeners we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were looking at, uh, at some of our stats and we found, we found <laughs> three listeners from Russia. So hello. Hello, don't hack us. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, if, if you are... Stick to the Democratic Party. Part of the... <laughs> No, please, please do not hack anybody. Um, and, and if you're just like listening from the Russian Federation, hi. <laughs> Privet. Yeah. What? Privet. Okay. It's hello in Russian. Okay, great. Um, I yeah, you you've worked with Dobro some Utra. Russians. Yes. Uh, my only my only Russian is Ikratkaya, which is just a letter. Ya nipinyo mail paruski. What? 
That means I do not understand Russian. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, that's that's my favorite uh, Japanese phrase is uh, I don't I speak Japanese. I don't understand any Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is turning into a language episode. I know it'll get even worse. Um, <laughs> but, but from from no better because <laughs> language is fun. Um, no, but uh Today, we are going to take a break and talk about Securi. So you want your website to be secure, and you want to clean up anything if uh, some nefarious people do get in, so you want to sign up for Securi. And they will monitor your site for anything wrong happening, and will let you know, and if something does happen, they will clean it up for you, and harden your site against future attacks. So go to techt.fm slash sukuri, that's spelled S-U-C-U-R-I, and if you sign up, you will be helping this website and getting security for yourself. Excellent. Thanks, Sukuri. Thank you, Sukuri. And to our Russian Federation listeners. <laughs> and and, and that, to our listeners everywhere. That group in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch in San Francisco, too. Yeah. Hi, San Francisco. Uh, you should also contact us if you're, if you're in San Francisco and say how you heard about it, how, how you heard about us. Yeah. So yeah. We, had a, we had a little cluster of listeners in San Francisco. So, um, Anywho. All right. So, yeah, language. Language is interesting. And, um, you know, we, when we started this show, we were uh, pretty clear that we were taking the term technology broadly. Yes. And that technology is how you do something. Sure. And um, I have recently run across a new language learning technology. Mm-hmm. It's not, well, it's not really new. It's new to me. Okay. Um, but it's been around for a while. Um, and I ran across it in looking up something for Latin. Uh, so Latin is a weird language from a learning perspective. Because it's a dead language? Because it's, a, well, yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so the the resources that, you know, people traveling want to learn the language of where they're going. Sure. Most of the time. Except when it, for when in Rome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but like when you went to Japan, right? You wanted mm. to know a little bit of, uh, you know, Did like. Did not some, help me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but still, you had, there was, you had yes. some interest in, in making that connection. Sure. Right. Um, and whether it helps or not, you know, whatever. well, I, to be fair, I didn't put in the effort. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but there's, there are all kinds of courses for those kinds of situations for, for, uh, business people traveling right. for business need to pick up uh, at least a smattering of language as quickly as they can. And there just isn't that, you know, there's not a whole lot of business trips to ancient Rome. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, unless you are the doctor's companion, oh. you, you know. Um, oh, then, we then can talk maybe. about the new doctor. Uh, uh, we could talk Segway. about the new doctor. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm in favor, by the way, of the new doctor. Me I too. just, I. Anytime we can mix things up a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I like her as an actress sure. um, in Broadchurch. Um, I. Yeah, Broadchurch is a great show too. Ooh, look, shiny object. Back to languages. Language. <laughs> yes. Okay. <clears throat> Doctor Who. Okay. Um, yeah. So so there hasn't been kind of this push for innovation and greater efficiency for learning in terms of techniques in Latin as there has in most other languages, mm-hmm. um, especially for languages like 
you know, Chinese or Japanese or, you know, like where there's a, a big impetus for commerce or for politics or those sure. kinds of things. Um, and so, so Latin has kind of been taught in the traditional way, which is sort of the grammar first, <laughs> right? Like we're going to talk about all the rules of grammar and you have to memorize them. And then once you know all of those rules by heart, then we can actually start using the language. <laughs> okay. Right. So, uh, one of the, so you can fool, I'm going to teach you how to <laughs> me. Uh, Sure. No. Um, well, no, the traditional way is that, it, that you can actually fool probably 90% of, of the population uh, that you actually know Latin is to memorize what I call the love chant. <laughs> uh, because one of the first things in the traditional way is you learn how to conjugate love. So the verb to love. Okay. So, um, so if you just say... Oh yeah, I speak Latin. Amo, amas, amat, amamas, amatis, amant. Mm -mm. Then people will believe that you speak Latin. Okay. Because that's the first thing that you learn <laughs> when you go to a class. So amo is I love. Amas is you love. Amat is he, she, or it loves. Amamus is we love. Uh, amatis, you plural, love. And amant, they love. Okay. Right? So, so... Lots of you love. Would, yeah. So you'd start off with that thing and, and you memorize this thing and now you can say, okay, that's how you do love. And then you go on and you say, okay, and now nouns do the same thing. And so you have Regina, which is if it's a subject, and Reginai, which means of the queen, and Reginam, which is when the queen is the is the subject of or the object of a it, it, it and you just go and you learn all of these endings and all of these words and it's kind of a mess. How interested in learning Latin are you right now? Can you see the glaze on my eyes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold so, on. Let me roll them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's the traditional way that Latin is taught and it's it's that's how I learned Latin. That's how I have kind of taught Latin. Although I try to make it more fun than that. Like talking about Harry Potter spells and, mm, right. uh, you know, like I'll say, instead of saying a mo is first person singular, the O ending, uh, you know, instead I'll be like, okay, you know, like the, the spell in Harry Potter, uh, expecto patronum. Well, you know that because it has an O at the end of expecto, that means I expect, Right. And so then, then it's like, oh, yeah, I can see. Uh, all right. So you can start to put it together. You can start to put it together. Right. Except it's, something it's you can relate to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like you can make it more fun. Sure. But, but it's still about the grammar. Right. Um, how I learned Chinese was uh, through the, or the, the major part uh, was through a system that's based on the research of uh, Paul Pimsler. Um, and that has to do with spaced repetition. So there, how they teach a language is you get like a, a grammatical, you know, a sentence, say, or a couple of sentences. And uh, so you might learn how to say, can you speak English? And then you learn words. It, words are introduced for other languages so that you can trade those out right and and so you get this grammatical framework but you're also learning individual words and how they can be swapped out in and out of that framework okay and you're asked to translate back and forth right so it might say it in the foreign language and you have to re you have to say it in english mm -hmm. 
or they might say it in English and now you have to say it in the foreign language. Got it. Right. So you have this, this recall and this pressure to kind of come up with the sentence without knowing in advance that you're going to be doing that. And so it's not as planned and, you know. Sure. So is this, there are different ways that people learn languages like audiobooks. Yeah. With written books. And then there's. So the Pimsleur like self, is an self-learning. audio program. Okay. Pimsleur is an audio program. So it's not like the Rosetta Stone Correct. software. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And there's those kinds of things too that have a similar kind of idea. The The Pimsleur is specifically focused on uh, spaced repetition. I recognize the name Pimsleur. I've probably talked about it before Maybe. because that that's how. Oh, no, I bet, I bet I recogni- uh, uh, recommended it to you when you were going to Japan. Possibly Japan or back in the day when I was working with a Russian development team, I had some audiobooks oh. and text. So it may have even been that mm-hmm. that somebody had loaned me. Yeah, and, and spaced repetition is known in, in you know, memory circles as, as being a way to sort of... Because your, your brain, each time you're exposed to something, your brain can remember it a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning, you need to hear it like multiple times sort of at first and then you have to get a reminder a little bit longer out and then maybe you know a couple of days and then maybe a couple of weeks and you know for it to really get into long-term memory so that's what the Pimsleur method tries to do so it would like here's how you say English in Chinese here's how you say Chinese in Chinese here's how you say you know and you'll do this over and over and over and then then maybe it'll it'll be two or three episodes you know two or three lessons before that comes back again and is tested again Hmm. Right. And so there's this plan that they've done to kind of help you remember those words. Right. But this new thing that I just found is called the natural approach. And I kind of like it. So you've never taken Latin, right? Correct. I'm going to experiment on you. No, you're not. Uh, Okay. I'm going to experiment (laughs) with you. How about that? Oh, okay. Uh, So it starts off, there's a little map of the Roman Empire. Mm. Um, but you don't really need that. Uh, but here's the first page. So, so this is this is from a book called something called. Let me pull up the full title. Uh, Lingua Latina per se illustrata, pars unus familia romana. Interesting. So, uh, here's it. It is written 100% in Latin. Okay. And it's for a beginner. Uh, so this map has, there's Italy. Yeah. Okay. So now, so now it's all written, it's all written in, in, uh, in Latin. So I will just, I'll read these, the first two sentences. Roma in Italia est. Italia in Europa est. So what does that mean? Your, your thought. Rome's in Italy. Italy's in Europe. Okay. So you now know how to say Rome in Italy. Europe and is, right? Two sentences. Is is est. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now, Grecia in Europa est. Greece is in Europe. Yep. Grecia in Europe. Italia et Grecia in Europa sunt. Italia et Grecia in Europa sunt. Italy and Greece. I don't know what sunt is. Well, what would it be in English? What 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 difference would you have to do if you said both Italy and Greece in, are 
are. Ah, okay. So it's is versus are. Okay. Yeah. So Hispania, quoque in Europa est. So what do you think quoque is? I don't know. So let's do this in English. Rome is in Italy. Italy is in Europe. Greece is in Europe. Italy and Greece are in Europe. Hispania is in Europe. What, what word would you add to that in this context? Also. Hispania oh. also in Europa est. Okay. Right? Uh, Hispania gotta, gotta, et gotta, Italia et Grecia in Europa sunt. Okay. Egyptus in Europa non est. Not in Europe. Yeah. Egypt, Egypt is, not is not in not. Europe. Okay. Egyptus in Africa est. Egypt is in Africa. Right? So okay. so we're so just by adding one or two little grammatical things every sentence or two, even without ever telling you anything about grammar. Mm-hmm. You're starting. You're you're reading Latin. <laughs> now it's one thing to use a language that is the same alphabet. character set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to learn Japanese or Chinese. Right, right. That's not going to work. Right. You you have to. In order for this to work, you have to recognize the characters. Sure. Um, but that's the only. That's uh, this textbook works for anyone that recognizes the Roman characters. Right. So it works for Latin, but it's not going to work for Russian. Correct. Or Correct. But if you were Russian and trying to learn that, trying to learn Latin, or you were you were Chinese and trying to learn Latin, as long as you understood these characters, you would be able to use the exact same textbook. Right. It's not like you have to make a Latin textbook for English learners and a Latin textbook for Chinese learners and a Latin textbook for Russian learners. Right. Right. Um, because there is no, there's no, even the grammatical notes in the side. So you can see on the, on the margin, it says, uh, est sunt Italia in Europa est Italia et Grecia in Europa sunt. So they make that connection. Yeah. That connection or up above, uh, it has a dash a and a dash long a, Mm -hmm. and it says Italia with a short a in Italia with the long a. Right, to clue you into, oh, you use the long A when it's within. Got it. Right? So it has all these little things, but it's all in Latin. There's so a lot of rules. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's you, why it's dead. You, well, <laughs> no, all languages have those rules. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, I really like this, uh, this approach because every sentence is a new, gives you a new piece. Sure. But you can understand the piece by the context of it. Right. Right. And so that's a much more natural way of learning a language because that's what happens. You know, they say the best way to learn a language is, is uh, by going to the country. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and actually just, just immersed in it. Immersed in it. Right. Yeah. Well, well this is, but aren't you doing the same thing when you're teaching kids Latin in the Harry Potter context? I mean, you're giving sort of. you're giving them. I mean, maybe not to that degree, but you're giving them some context you are giving them some context but it's still talking about grammar when you go to when you went to japan did anyone talk to you about grammar no yeah i mean see and that's the that's the difference here is that this is not about grammar this is about how is the language used and can you figure it out based on what you've seen so far 
And so that you internalize the rule rather than being told the rule. Sure. And I used the Google Translate app mm-hmm. on my phone for a lot of things. Like there'd be a sign or something and I'd take a picture of it and highlight it and right, it right. translate it. Now it does it in real time in mm-hmm. Japanese, which right. is really cool. But it's not necessarily in an order that makes sense to English speakers. Right. But but it gives you enough that you can sort of piece it together. And that's another and that's another piece of how do you teach a language is is uh, this quote unquote natural system um, is it doesn't care if it's 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Whereas the traditional way of doing it is I'm going to give you a bunch of Latin and you have to translate that into your current language, you know, into English grammatically correctly. And I'm going to give you an English sentence and you have to perfectly translate it into grammatically correct Latin. Yeah. But that's not what language that's not really what language how language does it right Right. like i mean if you can convey your message it doesn't really matter if it's grammatically correct right right i mean it's better if it's grammatically correct and if if you're learning a language it's good to learn the the grammar but like i said i i when i was in japan i could use this app and i got enough of the words that it made sense. Ah, that's what they're talking about. Right. And there's this, uh, there's this guy, uh, who has a website, I think it's called fluent in three months. Mm. Uh, I'll put the real link in the show notes, but, um, he, he's an Irish guy who, uh, who was terrible at learning languages until he sort of learned these other things. And that's one of the things that he says is that, uh, no, use the language. Don't care if it's grammatically correct, get the point across. Right. And then once you've done that for a while, then the grammar becomes interesting, right? Because like, oh, you can. Start that's to- why in this situation they say such and such, and in that situation, it's because there's this, you know, they have a tense that's, right. <laughs> you know, that English doesn't have. Oh, that's fascinating, right? right? As opposed to you have to learn the progressive subjunctive of, you know, who who wants to do that. Right. Not, not me. Not you. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just thought it was really cool to see all of these different ways of learning language um, and how, you know, some, and, and it might be that some work for some people and others. You sure. Know. Well, and it's, you know, you can learn sign language and, and just, you know, just use do the, the finger spelling, finger spelling or the yeah. signs. But there's also body language that goes along with it right right you know when you're asking a question you you raise your eyebrows or you know there's certain right right right. certain things that aren't taught as part of the language Uh, often yeah like if you get a sign language dictionary they often don't yeah you have to tip your head forward and raise your eyebrows if you're going to turn this into a question or whatever (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah um i mean good i have seen books that do include that but many don't right many don't yeah so there are other, my point is there, you can't just teach that stuff. There's other right. context that goes with it. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I thought this was a cool way to, um, to teach Latin um, or, or any kind of language. But um, right. yeah, so cool. Language learning technology. 101. And we didn't even talk about, you know, like apps and. Well, I brought up. You sort of brought up. Google Rosetta Translate. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. But in the context. It's all about context, Mike. Yeah, context. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So that is all I wanted to talk about. I was going to talk about T-SNE and divisualing high-dimensional space. Gesundheit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know, whatever. Another time. 
Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, it's not going anywhere, and it's too hot and to talk about. It is really warm in here. Yeah. So um, let's let's wrap this up and go on our little summer hiatus, our little break, and uh, yes, late summer, late summer, <laughs> early fall. Yeah, thingy. Yeah, there's back to school supplies in the <laughs> in the stores now. So uh, there's Halloween costumes at Costco. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. So um, if you I haven't wanna, heard any Christmas carols yet. So if you want to be a Marvel superhero, <laughs> go to Costco. All right. Um, so where can people find us? Uh, well, I'm right here. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be out and about. I was <laughs> I was looking around. I couldn't find you uh, at the uh, at the tech t.fm. OK. And um, yeah, we do want to hear from you in uh, while we are we're taking our break and we will compile everything that you tell us and and go over it with great interest. And uh, and then we'll be back to say whatever is going to happen. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Bye. Um. Oh. Windows updates. Quiet. Java update. Stupid Java. We like tea. Yes. <laughs>